brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. Hello and welcome to episode 20 in season 5 of The Three Amigos. I'm your host, Mars, and joined by, as always by my amiga Kali and my amigo PJ. Guys, how are we? Um, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't know. Good, <laughs> good and bad. It's a weird week. It is a weird game week, but we, you know, we don't want to do any uh, uh, hashtag game week, mid game week wankery. So we just quickly touch on it. We won't we? talk too much about it. No, we don't because uh, we're recording with four games to go. And you know, you're the advocate of no mid game week wankery, uh, PJ. So I just want to, I want to, I want to respect that, you know, because I know it, it I'm really happy makes to respect you, that. But on the same, the same breath, I think we need to, you know, touch base on you know the kind of miracle that is provided from Kylie Mooney to make her bench boost a success at this stage well it doesn't matter she still has players to come on at least three players I believe three doublers on the bench what's she hoping for from those players anyway to be fair (laughs) with an eight eight point hit I think this is why PJ triggered Kylie with an eight point hit you're still doing better than him well I mean look the, the, the reality is that you know I I mean, it depends what way you look at it. We discussed this um, sort of before the deadline is how I might set up my bench boost because I knew I was going into this game week in a situation where I had uh, 10, sorry, double game weekers and then the five remaining were essentially my premiums. So my triple Liverpool, Son, you know, and and Ramsdale, right, who obviously wasn't going to be changing. So... And they all had good fixtures. So it was much of a muchness as to who I benched. It, you know, if I'd done like many others and benched my single game weekers, Robbo, Trent, you know, then my bench would be looking great as it is. I am my, those that I started are doing very well. So maybe it's just that I've benched the dregs. I think it's just more funny at this point it's, because it's, of yeah. three, what, two weeks ago, when I did not bench boost and at this point in that double game week with a bunch of single game week players, I had 30 points on my bench and I now have which, four. Which, so. is, which is less than what PJ has now. I think it's yeah. why really he's triggered. I think he has about 32 points on his bench because he just wildcarded. So it's actually, it's actually only 24, but you know. Oh, only 24. Okay, but <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not facts get, get in the way of Do me you know trying what? to bring it down. <laughs> Uh, so, I'll tell you one thing before we move on from me. I One thing I am happy about is I did get the transfers right. And as we know, I've had challenges getting immediate results from my transfers this season. But I did bring in James and I brought in Coutinho. And that was for Cancelo and, and Bowen, right? So they were two of my yeah. So I'm having a good week. This is not a disaster show. It's more just comical because. Oh no, God, no, no, no! no. It's, it's 75 points with a with, with a minus eight with with still about what nine players to go minimum probably if not more. Uh, it, it's not a disaster. Ten, I think. I think I've ten to go. James James is injured, right? So yeah, but 18 points, like. Uh, if, yeah. if anyone's complaining but there's no about more that. points to come from James. That's what I'm saying. Like nine, right, so nine yeah. players left. Yeah. Sorry, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, come on. You could easily, I mean, I've seen some ridiculous scores and you probably should make make a, make three digits, right? Um, PJ, I you hadn't on, changed uh, my captain from Coutinho to Rafinha, then yeah. <laughs> but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, exactly. PJ, you're on, on 62. You also, you also got James, but you didn't captain him. You captained, who did you captain? 
Shea fucking Adams, mate. Oh, but Shea Adams, mate. I'm yeah. not going to be have a another game. He's got another game. I'm expecting yeah. a goal fest response at St. Mary's yeah. tomorrow. So, um, but yeah, it's a well, James. obviously, I'm let's kind of disappointed, so. but quite a few people did Captain James. So, it's a strange one as an owner because obviously, those yeah. people who captained him are really mudded. I said really mudded. strange. Obviously, how just... got 36 points already. Exactly. But, you know, <laughs> hopefully, um, Rud- hopefully, Rudiger comes. Well, I didn't captain, at, at but... least we know. Barring yeah. a complete disaster, all of our captains should catch up on that kind well, of James well, sure, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, probably with four points, knowing Rafinha yeah. or the well, way. Well, at least, listen, listen, Bamford is back, yeah. So hopefully he can assist someone. Well, yeah, hopefully sure, he not, features because yeah. yeah, not sure. He, how said, he, he, said, he said he'll definitely play. He said, yeah, he Bam, said, he's going to give Bamford half an hour. He was pretty clear. Yeah. About that. Okay, I, th- I thought they said he's ready to start, but yeah. No, well, he said he's going to. He said he's going to give him half an hour. So yeah. good, good. Good, but you know, I don't know how Rafinha didn't score in that game. I mean, he wasn't no, wasn't there goal. in the first half. Second half was yeah, anywhere else he would have. But you know, it's one it's one of those. It, to be honest, in the first half he was nowhere, and then suddenly he he did did wake up and got really involved and was again Leeds his best player. But you know, it's it's the story. I'm um, actually sorry because like we keep digressing here. I keep making us digress, but I, I'm just an observation is. Does no one else find it really, really strange that, you know, we've had months and months of, oh, we don't know what the evolution of the injury of Bamford is from um, Bielsa. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, new manager comes in and he's on the bench straight away. And then the next game, yeah, he's definitely going to feature. Like, has Bamford been let out of prison? I mean, I've always Maybe. been really Could fond be. of Bielsa's always seemed very direct um, yeah. with, with his team decisions. It just seems a little bit strange because it has come quite out of the blue given what we were led to believe the situation was. Yeah, he well, he played, then got injured after celebrating, then disappeared again, like you said. And then mm. he was always touch and go. Then, then yeah, he just appeared on, on the bench. But look, the quicker he comes back, the better for, for us with Rufinia and better for Leeds, um, you know, being, being the, the, the only goal scorer at the moment, to be honest. He's probably still top goal scorer without being there, unless Rufinia's overtaken him with the pens. So didn't really pay attention. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, uh, 50 minus, minus eight. But if Dinia decides not to turn up, there will be a nice 12 points waiting to come off the bench, which is really frustrating having bench Saka, but he was always going to get benched and it wasn't Dinia that I benched him for. Probably another double game week, but it is what it is. We'll always attack the double game weeks. But yeah, Dinia, don't rush back, mate. Stevie G, you don't need him. You kept a clean sheet. Just give him another few days off. He might still be infected. No need, no need. Anyway, enough about us. PJ, what's the uh, Amigos League looking like halfway through the game week? Yeah, to be honest, Mars, it's the same people. and I'm kind of tired of reading Matt at this stage. So I'm just going to... I'm just going to look a bit further down the league table um, and just kind of, um, you know, read out a few names of, of people there who've had some good seasons too, so far. So, so number 10, I know a long-time listener to the pod is, uh, is Red Eagle, um, a prominent uh, Twitter account, um, uh, Tiago Costa. Um, he's, uh, he's got almost 1,900 points, um, uh, which, as you've discussed before, is, is an incredibly, uh, incredibly good achievement so far. Just below him, RRB, Jamie Tufts. So uh, these people are having great seasons FC Hardino, Alex Hardy, the banana players, Sam Martin, not the Sam Martin, the other Sam Martin. There's, 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 there's a team down at 24 um, uh, who's had, got a 106-point week, and uh, his, his team name is just called Team, which is very imaginative. That's managed by, uh, by Joe Stone. thought you were about to read your name. <laughs> and then, well, you know, we're now, you know, Kind of, kind of, just, just getting to that point. But no, you know, I don't want to. Green eggs and Sam. He was up at the top at one point. He's now level with me. 
I mean, there how almighty have fallen. Big Sam underscore FBL Greenheart. I'm, I'm sorry, mate. That movie also ran. So, uh, so yeah, uh, obviously at the top, Larry of Breast is is continued to be still there. Head. Yeah, still there. Yeah, fantastic. No fantastic. longer Ben Medover. No, gone to Larry. Unclear. <laughs> I don't know why that was so much funnier you saying it, Kylie. But anyway. <laughs> doesn't right. work though so it's not even like <sighs> it does not work ben no. mead over no no anyway unless you're yeah. just super mumbly i think is maybe the thing yeah. i mean yeah it's because the d's in the wrong place anyway yeah right so i actually was planning to come here and say i'm zen no no rants you know i don't really care about bench boost wankery because as we touched on it it's quite tough if you benched Liverpool players, people say, hey, how could you bench your premiums if you benched your, your double game week? Because they go, ah, oh, you bench your double game week. So there was, but then I got really angry. And then now I'm defending the thing that I got angry about. Let me explain. Let me start by this. Content creators, I'm not talking about us. People who are actually being paid or have hundreds of thousands of followers. We just do it for fun. They owe us nothing. Zero. Zilch. They don't have to share their teams. They don't have to share any inside information. I'm talking about something that people have seen or heard about that some big accounts, I don't want to call names, have said that afterwards. They said they got information that Dinya wasn't playing because he was ill. They weren't sure, so they didn't share it. Fair enough, because we've seen sometimes if you share the news and it's wrong, people will not believe you that it was not fake or will attack you. That's absolutely fine. People, you know, there's one uh, one account again. I'm not going to say the names. Going, it's unfair. It's this is that, mate. They owe you nothing. It's that it's up to them what they do. Up to them what they share. We know what Twitter's like. I'll tell you what I have a problem with though. Some of these accounts, it was not known until now, and then they go, oh yeah, I, I, I hope you know. Some people say, I hope Dinia doesn't play. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's great you benched him. Yeah, well, I had inside info. I'm sorry. Don't say that because that will just bring trouble to you. Why? What, what is the point? There are people like me, and uh, who, who, of course, I'm laughing about the fact that Dinya won't come and ruin Saka's points, but there are people in cash leagues or whatever who take it a lot more seriously and have attacked that exact point. Why say it? If you have information and you're not sure about it, keep it to yourself. No one cares. But when you come trying to gloat and say, no, oh, I hope Dinya plays because I benched him anyway, it's not really great, is it? Let's be honest. I mean, we're talking about the community and the community feel. So uh, uh, my, my, my annoyance was with, with that comment about, well, I hope Dinia played because I benched him, but oh, I only benched him because I had info that I wasn't sure about. I didn't want to share. But then I came here to defend it because people say, well, it's not fair. No, it's up to that person to share the information or not. My annoyance is with that silly comment that should have been thought about more. But you know what? We're different people and everybody looks at it in a different way. Mazat. Hashtag Watkins Gate. You think uh, Watkins will start tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. Does he Being play left back? <laughs> yeah. We better we better um, check with that fella. You know. Does yes. does, uh, does he play left back? Anybody but Dinia. Anybody but Dinia. As long as fucking Coutinho doesn't <laughs> score again, the bastard. Um, no, I want him to score. Well, I, just, I don't. It'll, I, it'll break my heart. Uh, anyway, guys, right. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Mars trying let's... to wrangle us all in. Well, Mars, I like to semi-vintage rant. I have to say, you you have been a bit zen, a bit too much yeah. shisha lately. You know. Yeah, yeah, you know, like there's more important things in the world, but it's just kind of annoyed me. And then I got, I got, it was got revo- reverse annoyance. <laughs> I was defending what I was being annoyed about. 
Uh, that's what Twitter does to you. Uh, right, guys. So um, what we've decided that obviously because of the short turnaround, we're not going to be recording a pod next week. So this week, we're going to cover double game week 29 and blank game week 30 as much as we can. Obviously, there's things that could change. There are still games tomorrow. So we're talking we're, we're talking now as if double game week 29 is going to start and we'll take into account blank, blank game week 30 because of everything around the two games being a bit... Uh, they are connected, aren't they? We have six teams doubling in 29, two of which are playing in blank 30, so Arsenal and Spurs. Three other teams playing in 30 have just doubled, so Leeds, Villa and Wolves. So our teams could be full, full, full of these players. Then you've got Leicester and Brentford make the other teams in blank game week 30. Uh, Leicester will have more games in the future. Brentford up to speed. So that's a quick summary of where we are. And that's why the two, we believe the two game weeks are quite connected. So, okay, I'm going to come to you first. Based on what we just, what I just said of 29 and 30 and the form of the teams involved, where should the focus be? Attack 29, transfers with 30 in mind, especially if not free hitting. What, what's your thinking? Right. So I, in my view and many others, I'm sure, there's a fairly obvious path for transfers, assuming you are planning to navigate those two game weeks without uh, a wild card or, or a free hit. Because obviously, if you are planning to do that, then you have a, you know a degree of flexibility in, in terms of how you want to approach it. But if you're looking at transfers or hits to navigate the two, then the very logical choice is to prioritize transfers for Spurs and Arsenal options. That ensures that you can maximize the double that they both have in 29. And it helps you better navigate the blank in game week 30 as both of them are playing. Obviously, the big other team that everyone's going to want to have for game week 29 is Liverpool. But I would hazard a guess that the majority have at least two Liverpool players in the form of Trent and Salah. Many, like myself, will have Robbo. You know, some might have taken a punt on Diaz, etc. So, you know, people are very conscious of the decisions they've made around Liverpool in this period. So, you know, I think you're probably all up on them. So it, it's really Spurs and Arsenal for that exact reason. As you pointed out, they're the ones that double and then blank. Uh, sorry, then don't blank in, in 30. All the other teams that are doubling this coming game week do have a blank. Uh, now, fortunately for us, there are options pretty much in all positions between those two teams that hold some appeal. And that feels like something of a novelty this season, particularly in terms of forwards, right? Because we know how uninspired that that area of our team has been. Um, and there are also two teams with decent form, you know, if maybe lacking a bit of consistency um, over, over the sort of last period. If we look at stats, so for Spurs over the last four, they are top for goals scored with 12. Weirdly mid-table for attempts with 47. Then they're back up fourth for shots on target with uh, 24, which says that, you know, more than 50% of their attempts have been on target, which is quite a high ratio. Um, And then they're second for big chances with 16. So less attempts overall. And obviously we have seen some lesser performances from them, certainly from an attacking perspective. Then we've got performances like the last game, you know, where they go and they score five goals. So it's sort of up and down. But what we can see is that the quality of those chances and those attempts has been at a high level. So that is encouraging. 
They're also doing fairly well from a defensive perspective. They're joint fourth best for shots on target conceded with 10. And they're there, thereabouts for most of the other defensive metrics. So we'll get to sort of those options that you're considering in a second, but kind of overall, they're doing pretty well at the moment. Then we've got Arsenal. So them over the last four, they are fourth for goals with eight. So not doing too badly there. And we know that they've been one of the top attacking teams. Um, They are third for attempts with 78, upper mid table for shots on target with 18. So that's a little bit concerning. Like that's a hell of a ratio difference as compared with Spurs, right? So 18 of 78 on target versus over 50% for Spurs. Um, They're also mid table for big chances. So, Lots of attempts, accuracy is and and quality is a bit of a problem. And that's never more apparent than in the likes of Lacazette, who's had 17 attempts in their last four and only three of them have been on target. And, you know, Arsenal are a good defensive team, but again, you know, maybe a little bit of inconsistency as well. There's loads of options that you can pick from for these. So for Spurs, The much-talked-about picks are obviously Kane, who is finally in former Kane-esque form and looking really appealing, especially for those who already have him. He's quite a difficult one to get in if you don't. Oh, yeah, being brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Like, phenomenal, right? Finally. Then we've got Son. Obviously, many of us have Son. Son has not been as compelling as Kane, and particularly in light of the third option, which is Kulisevsky, who has been exceptional since joining and and, um, taking Mora's place. Hard to see him being displaced now because he's had, what is it, like two goals and four assists or something in four games. So he he has been so influential since joining and he's only like 6.1 or 6.2. He's created seven chances, four big chances, 10 attempts, only three on target. But, you know, that's a really nice combination for for four games. And then the last one, of course, for Spurs is the most shocking of all. And that's Doherty, not Doherty, by the way, do not call him Doc. He's not Doherty. He's not Doherty either. It's Doherty. So upsetting. (laughs) Anyway, I really don't understand how that's so hard for people, Um, but we move on. Right. So he's obviously looking back to his sort of marauding wolves days. Now he has been so poor previously when playing for Spurs that, you know, I think there's a little bit of uh, trauma there for everyone with him, but he, it does seem to be his spot at the moment. Granted, we saw what happened. I feel sorry for regular owners. Like what was that? He's not been playing. And then they've probably all got him rotting on the bench if they haven't changed him. And then he's on for about three seconds from halftime and scores a goal. That is absolutely insane. Anyway. True that. So, like, I guess the point there is you've got a number of options. You have an affordable defensive option if you want to go for him. You have Kane at the premium end and arguably the best pick. And then you've got Son and you've got Kulisevsky. So, if you can't afford to get Son or to get Kane, Kulisevsky is a pretty easy buy. He's competing with the likes of Saka and so on, who is also a great pick, but you know, it's a pretty easy slot. And there's a lot of us that have that kind of a slot, lots of Bowen owners out there, you know? So there's them and, you know, and then Arsenal, you've got a number of picks as well. Uh, Saka is obviously superb and he is very affordable. 
Lacazette has done well again, not at scoring goals, uh, despite being a striker. He's he's actually been doing well at setting them up. Note on that there has been seen something on Instagram about him with a looks like he took some studs to the ankle. It, you know, in training, it doesn't look to be too serious, but we don't really know anything about it. So just maybe monitor that. Um, and then you've got Tierney, potentially a punt on Gabriel. Um, and then there's Odegaard, who's maybe slightly off form, still statistically pretty decent. Again, they're all pretty affordable. So love how you skipped Martinelli. Still, still. <laughs> I'm still bitter. Yeah, I totally skipped over him. He's the cheapest yeah. of the bunch. Uh, Martinelli is a pick. You know, um, yeah. you basically named definitely. the entire Arsenal team apart from him and Fed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I named five, so look, so <laughs> not quite. I I think look. Great points. Kylie, lo- lo- love the stats. I want to dig more into some of those players that we're looking at. So, like you said, I think um, Bowen, you, you can look easily at Saka. You can look easily at somebody like Kulo if you don't have one of them, or, or, or both. Uh, with, with James injured, there's a choice now. He's out for four games. Now, there's is it four games, four weeks? People are saying it's only two Premier League games, so it's Norwich, Newcastle. Then they have a Champions League game, then a cup game before the game in 31. Whatever it is, it's four games. Do you really want to hold a 6.2 defender with that that's not playing in two games next? I'm not really sure. So people could sell him easily for a, uh, the, the, the doc, sorry, Doherty, and, um, um, or, or another Arsenal defender. That's the easy one. Okay. Now, PJ, there are some of the single game week players in 28 that have shown us that they don't need two games to deliver, you know, Saka, Kane, Son, etc. But we all love those double game weekers that we just talked about. You've got the likes of, with James and Phil showing us what they can do also in a double game week, right? So I know James is injured, but Coutinho just hammered it and he still has another game, right? So we know that they, they, these players can deliver. Would you be selling a single game weaker like... Ward Prowse coming up against Watford, but not playing in 30. Rafinha, who's got Norwich, then playing in 30. Uh, Rudiger, who has Norwish, no game. Uh, so uh, so and new, sorry, Norwich, Newcastle, then no game for, for a double game week, double game week player. So we, we said the easy ones, the injured ones. But what about those ones that I just mentioned? Because a lot of us have gone for these players, you know, the James Ward Prowse, the Che Adams, the uh, Rafinha, who are doubling, but they're going to be single. What's your thoughts? Is it one one game versus three? No no brainer, or or do you keep do you keep those single game week players? Yeah, I mean, I like to gamble, and so I like to I like to go over two players. Also, I, I just don't think the fixtures are that appealing this week for a lot of the what for a the lot of, at home? A, a lot of the single game week players. No, I just I just don't see it. Okay, you got you know you know Man United are out. Sell sell sell. Rafinha can't do it in a double game week unless he turns it on tomorrow. Uh, okay, that's probably the standout fixture. If, if, and it's a big if, if Leeds turn a corner tomorrow, but if not, they're struggling just as much as Norwich are. Chelsea, Newcastle, both teams are flying at the moment. Newcastle, the, literally the form team of the calendar year in you know in the league, you know unbeaten, doing extremely well. I don't think that would be with Chelsea having one eye on Lille as well. You know Everton, Wolves, no, no one's going to be wanting those assets. Southampton, Watford, again, I think Watford are still in this, particularly if, depending on how results go tomorrow, you know, Watford could still be in that kind of the fight to try and get out of relegation. So I just don't see how going a Ward-Prowse over a, a Saka, a Martinelli or a Kulo 
is is I, I just can't see a scenario where he outscores those players with his one fixture compared to two personally. He he could, but mathematically it's it's not in your favour. And we, you know? and with I think hits? Rafinha is sorry, just to get back to that, is yeah. is an exception in that rule. Like to be honest, loads of us have Wolves players that we theoretically should be holding for 30, but they're so appalling and heartbreaking that I don't Same know with Villa, want right? to. Same um, with Villa players. Yeah, but well, if not, not Phil. I'm talking about sorry. Yeah, but Dinier and Ramsey. Dinier yeah, and Ramsey are a bit off the board. Really, but Ramsey's yeah. quite an easy hold, isn't he? Just because of price. Um, I, yep. you know, I think Rafinha. You know, you keep him because he plays in thirty. I have James Ward Price as well, and um, it, it's not because I, you know, for any reason other than, you know, I want to have a Saka or a Kulisevsky because exactly the reasons that, you know, PJ is outlining there and that they're more exciting option to have. And he doesn't serve a purpose for me in, in terms of playing in 30. Um, whereas, you know, I have Phil, I have Rafinha, I have Son, I have Salah. You know, it's harder to sell one of those given the combination of the two weeks. JWP is quite an easy sell for a more exciting option. So I do think on balance, you have to look at all of it. If you yeah. have someone who doesn't play in 30 and they only have a single game week in 29, is that even with a seemingly good fixture, is it compelling enough reason? I, I, I'm i not sure either. Oh, what about with hits? So would you sell uh, JWP, Rafinha, or let, let's say, let, let's stick with the Southampton ones um, or, or, or the Wolves ones that, well, no, Wolves also play in 30, Southampton. So J, JWP or Che Adams, would you sell him for a hit Let's say somebody. I think it's I think it's how many you've got already. So some people, you know, if if you've only got three or four doublers, I I agree with Kylie. I would not be selling anyone with a fixture in game week thirty. Currently, Um, even like you know, they're those kind of Wolves players who who we know look to be struggling at the moment, but ultimately they they do have a game. Um, You mentioned obviously Spurs and Arsenal that are obviously good players for Leicester. Yeah, if you've got a Leicester player, I would hold them. If you've got a Villa player. I would probably hold them. But but anyone who has those teams which just doubled um, or are just about to double and haven't previously, oh, aren't going to play in 30. So the Norwiches, you know, the Southamptons, the Watfords, the Leeds, you know, they also Leeds do have a fixture. But, but those, you know, like you say about Southampton, uh, I'd definitely yeah. be moving on. I'd be moving on them on for a hit as well. I think particularly if you go to... Le- you know, if, if you go to kind of Leicester or kind of Spurs players, because they have decent runs out of it, Leicester are going to have a lot of additional doubles. Spurs are going to have an, an additional double probably in 33 by the looks of things. So you're talking about a team with a double, then have it has an, actually has a game in 30, and then another double in 32. So that's six fixtures compared to three. So, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be moving there. Um even with Arsenal as well, though, I think they've two extra fixtures to come, so, so not as many, but their run is yeah, actually really nice. So I, you know. it is, but Arsenal's Arsenal's um Arsenal's um, fixtures that need to be replayed are awful. No, they are. That's that's very true. They are like all their fixtures are actually lovely to the end of the season, except for the ones that actually have to drop in. I think it's well, yeah, so one it, of them's the North London derby. It's Tottenham true. away and Chelsea away. Yeah, I I don't expect them to. I expect them to concede in both those games and probably not score more than mm. you know one personally. Which so, game are we talking case. about? I well, no, no, those are those are their fixtures that haven't been dropped in yet. So oh, those, okay. I don't think. My point is, I don't think Arsenal have an appealing double. To yeah. come. Not scoring in a derby, London derby against. No, I think Dortmund. they might score one. I think they might. I, I think, think if we're cheering Chelsea. it right, we're, we're saying 
all things considered, Spurs look the most exciting option that you can pick in that in terms of ticking like all of those requirements. Arsenal, not so many, but they're still a justifiable pick. They have the double, they have the game week yeah. 30, they've got good run of fixtures. I think I think there are standout players in both ultimately yeah. Saka and Kulo are for me miles ahead of anyone else in terms I of in that price bracket. Yeah. If you don't own either of those players and you can get if you have any way of getting to those players, even for a hit. I really do feel you need to get you need to get those two. Kane is, about, Kane, Kane is the other one, but obviously he yeah. is much more price prohibitive. Yeah. So, so look at looking at uh, Kulo in particular and, and Doherty. Um, any concerns with two games uh, short period that you know? So I agree with Kylie what she said about he has done better than Mora. Lucas Mora was injured. Yeah, he's back, and there is. I think a he had from, COVID. Uh, COVID, uh, yeah, and what there's a quote from uh, uh, Conte saying they are they play in the same position, so we were able to rotate them, and it's good that we're able to rotate them so we don't have uh, you know, so so we have fresh players all the time. Now, we've just seen James injury comes back, plays a game, injured again. So, I'm just thinking out loud here is it worth taking a minus four or or another minus four for for a cooler? It could be absolutely worth it. Removing a player that is playing and then Kulo gets injured or I can just wait and bring him in in 30. Well, no, I would say, yes, it is. Look, any player can get injured at any time, right? So it's kind of much, you know, I wouldn't factor that point in, you know, um, and we've no reason to think he's especially prone to injury in the way that, say, a James is, you know, James getting injured again, not altogether surprising. But I, I think even if he did get a rest and I think we would call it a rest at this point because it's hard to imagine that Conte is chasing Champions League like there's no competition in my mind between the the two of them right in that respect Um, until it's Kulu's spot to lose seemingly logically Um, yeah completely and I I agree that Mora might start that Brighton match in the middle yeah for a rest yeah, but Kulo is, is still going to get 30 minutes, I think, in that match. And, and he's going to start the ones by the side. Look at what he's yeah. done. He's been incredible while playing. I'm not saying he's going to get those so, returns every week, but... So I think he could he could also, um, you know, Mora could also come in on Son's side. You know, obviously, Son got a good break, um, you know, in this recent game. He, he came off with almost a full half hour left of that. Son looks like a player who is kind of maybe kind of feeling those effects. So I would I would not be kind of confident of him potentially kind of kind of starting all those games either so I it's for one 30 minutes for the other and give them kind of both a break we know Harry Kane plays every minute of every match for the entirety of his career but those other two I think I think can certainly kind of rotate along with Mora so I wouldn't be too worried I think yeah you said you've got to get him six million for a player in this top type of form yeah it's a no-brainer he's basically son for three million four million less so is this recency bias if not why did you not get him on wildcard he was on my. He was. He was. He was that last choice. I went Willock over him, and I deliberated, deliberated, really annoyed. But it's just one of those things. Because I hate those fifty-fifty calls. Um, yeah. I hate this. And the stupid thing is, I would have. I know actually, as it happened, Kulo hoard as well. But if I'd got Kulo, I would have played Saka and benched Kulo, and obviously then Saka got twelve points. So I'd like that's yeah. really that's really <laughs> frustrating. But you know, Willock still has another game. So no, good discussion, guys. Um, yeah. I agree on a lot of things. I think Kulo is a, is a great um, uh, purchase. 
it's, it, it's um, there, there's 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 a lot going in in my mind. The reason I'm asking the questions is because obviously I, I want that Leicester spot as well for thirty. And if I if I sell World Price now for Kulo, I have to sell Salah in thirty. But maybe it's not a bad thing. I sell Salah in thirty and bring him back in thirty-one. Not an issue. Uh, I'd rather not. So it's something that I need to deliberate over. But that's just more of a, a person. It, there's so many good midfielders that the slots are, are, are filled up. So it needs to be worth it for for a hit. Uh, Kylie, talking about hits and no hits, etc. Many are considering f- uh, free hit in thirty. Obviously, there's only four fixtures. Is free hit even needed? How many players would be enough if you can't get eleven? What are you thinking? Right. I mean, free hit might be needed. I, You know, it, it, it's funny because if there were only the three fixtures, so if, if say, we didn't have a, a West Ham um, and Tottenham fixture drop in. So there was at one point a possibility when we all assumed that Tottenham would actually win their FA Cup match, which they did not, um, and, say, West Ham uh, and say Southampton won theirs, that, that another fixture wouldn't drop in and it would be just the three fixtures. At that point, even with very minimal teams to play, I still would have been hesitant to play the free hit just because there's seemingly weren't enough good options to actually field a strong free hit. I think now with Spurs in the form that they're in, you could play a, a respectable enough free hit team uh, you know, you do have Leicester in the mix, you do have Villa, et cetera, um, Arsenal. So, you know, I think you could put together a nice free hit team, but maybe people don't need to as much because they have a combination of West Ham, Tottenham and and the others to maybe get to sort of six or seven without um, transfers, at, you know, and then add in a couple more. Look, I think if you only have sort of three, four, then you need to consider it. You you need to play it, right? Because with the free hit, you're always considering upside. And especially if you have two free hits, then it's it's sensible too. I I think the main question for people is really around those that don't have the second free hit. So they're trying to look for a week where they can maximize upside. I think there's always an opportunity to maximize upside in a blank game week but we know that there's going to be blanks in game week 30. There's talk of a potential double game week for Spurs. You know, I, and I think there, there will be more teams and a certain caliber of teams that, it, you know, that could present a better free hit team potentially than game week 30. There's also the fact that a lot of the transfers people have probably been making over the last couple of weeks, particularly in the lead up to game week um, 28, were Villa and Leeds. So Rafinha, Coutinho, you know, lots of people bought Wolves. Disappointing though they've been, you know, many of us have sort of been trying to navigate these doubles while also setting up for game week 30. So I think if you can muddle through, especially if you only have one free hit, I would do it. You know, if you're making transfers this week for Spurs, slash Arsenal as well and taking a four-point hit. Like, you can take hits this week. You've got doubles and then you've got games next week. I think there's a lot of merit to doing that and just navigating through. Like, I wouldn't be free-hitting if I had sort of eight players, you know, and I think that most people with a, a hit or two can probably get to that point. 
So it's really on balance. And I guess it's also on balance of what players you do have, because if you've got seven or eight really strong players and you're just taking an extra hit or something to get another one in, then you're probably not losing too much ground. If you only have doublers who are Ramsey and, you know, double Wolves defence and that kind of thing, then you're maybe in a bit of trouble and you're going to want it to get in the likes of Kane and so on. So it's always team dependent. It is team dependent, absolutely. But I agree with you on the quantity. Quality uh, over quantity. quality, Quality over quantity. But also two quality players. Just having Kane and Rafinha doesn't mean, oh no, you know, but of course we're saying there's a limit. And I agree. I I think seven to eight is fine. Um, Any more, great. Any less, you probably need to consider a free hit. PJ, any big... um, disagreement with what we what we said no i don't i don't don't think so i think i think that spurs ultimately that spurs kind of west ham extra fixture dropping in there kind of minimized the need for a lot of people because so many people will have two or three spurs assets for this week yeah Uh, and you know and often a lot of carrying a west ham player as well um, which just means that mostly was Bowen, but he's injured now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. Um, but a lot of people have kind of Wolves, you know, kind of players in there as well for better or for worse leads because they've hit this double. So it, you, yeah, you hard, you've hard to look at most teams now who don't have six or seven already for that game week. So pretty much m- most kind of active players can get to eight or nine with yeah. a hit. So you would ask, why would you three hit? That said, I think I still think it. it, it you know, it will be it will be popular for some people, and I I do think that those people will be very you know have the ability to go very aggressive. Um, as I always say, when you play your free hit, um, if you're going to do it, try and play aggressive. And you know, I think it's a good chance to go anti-template. But we you know who those eight or nine players who everyone will have because we're going kind to of be naming them and they're already kind of in our in our teams. So there is definitely an opportunity to look at that and think, well, hold on. No, I'm not. No one's going to have Ivan Tony against a porous Leicester defence. No one's going to have probably Daka with Vardy out injured. You know, uh, no one's probably going to have a you know a Fornells or a, you know a Benarama. You know, for in in a North London derby. So there are a lot of players kind of in those games who I think people won't have and won't be won't get to because those people who make transfers will be focusing on those players we've already named for Sackers, you know, the Martinelli's, the the Sons, the Coolers, the Kane. You know, they're not going to be focused on those other players. So I still think there is a good opportunity there, but you because you'll have three or four potentially very explosive assets who could who could do extremely well. But so you are adamant. I agree as well, but you're adamant that you do not use your free hit in 27 if you only have one. Now, if you only have one left and you have seven to eight players, would you use it in 30 or would you hold? If, if I think you need one of your wild card or free hit coming out of game week 30. If you've, if you've already used your wild card, I would have to advise you not use your free hit. If you've got both, I think it's a good opportunity to use it and then you can rebuild in 32 knowing as you will know by then what all the fixtures are for the rest of the season yeah but if you've only got your free hit left no save it for 33 or 36 yeah and but some people did wildcard in 28 with free hit 30 in mind so again like I, again yeah. you just, th- i don't really understand how that strategy works but yeah each their own. <laughs> i mean elf yeah. elf good friend of a pod elf is um free hitting no he's free hitted this week and he's wildcarding yeah. in game week 30 He's the only player on Twitter that I, I have discovered who is wildcarding in week 30. So I'll be fascinated to see his team. 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen someone wildcard. I think as is on wildcard this this game week. So for 29. yeah, he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think Good. less surprising wildcarding this week. <laughs> I think wildcarding in thirties and interesting. Interesting, tactic. but but you you'd want three Leicester moving forward. You'd want three spares moving forward. Uh, you'd want Arsenal. You keep I mean, your Liverpool. He has so a new baby. Is it just that he's sleep deprived? I don't know. He's actually not doing too bad either. So, you know what? He's, he's obviously got a, a strategy and fair play to him. He's sticking yeah, to it and true. ignoring all the noise around him. Uh, we only respect that on this pod. Right. So, good discussion, guys. But um, uh, let's move on to the listener questions. And we'll start with Benny Blanco. At Benny underscore Blanco, 40 about, must be about 48 by now. What are your tactics for coping with a really bad game week? And what are your best insults for attacking people who have had the really good ones? We always this, We always get this question about tactics coping with really bad game week and i always say if you can't deal with it avoid twitter because people will all mostly share good scores uh top, top tip kylie quickly one tip on dealing with a bad game week and then insulting somebody who had a good game week uh, well my top <laughs> tip is always increase your alcohol consumption and uh then laugh it off right yeah so that combination is is quite good best mm. tip for insulting someone oh god i don't, I don't know um, look at your head-to-head against them. And if you're better, just always say, look, hey, hey, even Ipswich finished third once in the league, you know? <laughs> I remember um, that if, one. If, Thanks, if, 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 if it's somebody like Abdul or somebody who always finishes in the top 10K, yeah, just take it on the chin and move. <laughs> Don't insult them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just realise that they are better than you, always, consistently. PJ, what about you? Yeah, coping mechanism would have to be either wine or pornography. Um, and in uh, in terms of an insult, I don't think you can go wrong with toss face. <laughs> okay. That's actually, enough. speaking of pornography, I don't know, Mars, if you've seen Twitter, but the questions have taken. Uh, uh, yes, I have. I have. Yes. We have some questions. There's a big discussion, apparently. I have not read any of the discussion, <laughs> but we'll go to the questions and we'll see what you guys have been reading. Um, is, even away from our questions, there's been a big discussion about doors or wheels or whatever, but we'll come to that. Uh, Baker343 at Baker, FBL343. Give us the, the TC uh, more verdict and whether we should hit in the third pool player, Mars or five. Would you go Robo over Jota or Diaz for the foreseeable? So uh, I think there's not to wouldn't even overthink it if you haven't used your TC uh, and you are not free hitting or wild carding. Another double for Liverpool. Yes, it's two away games, but it's it's a good double. Salah is getting closer. He's even talked about it. How much uh, he's getting annoyed that he's missing too many. Don't overthink it. Use it. In my opinion, again, you guarantee two games of Salah. We see Arsenal; they are conceding as well. So Liverpool are chasing that, chasing City down. Um, as for a third uh, spot, uh, for now, I would definitely say Robo over Jota or Diaz if you want uh, certainty of starts. Now, obviously, we know with Robo comes potential clean sheets, potential assists and the odd goal. I've always said, and I'll say it again, that I think we are giving away way too many chances for my liking. It's not good for my heart, not good for my shisha intake, not good for many things. So, again, Brighton, not an easy team to play. Arsenal, not an easy team to play. Moving forward, we have City, etc. So but clean sheets, clean sheets could be a premium. However, you, think, you buy, you buy. You think Rob is a risk of Simicas? He's been rested before for Simicas, or is that going to be in the FA Cup the game? Do you think? No, it'll be, it'll be FA Cup game. 
uh, it will be not. Yeah, not I think in the that league. was because of the inter match, and like, because I mean, I obviously had yeah. him for that one, um, and we kind of yeah. knew it was going to happen because we you had the League Cup final coming, you had the exactly. inter match, and you know, um, our question. Like, given the fact that Diaz obviously only played like a few minutes or something in the match last night, um, I think he's quite a nice punt for if the those who are free hitting in 29, I would be yes. tempted by him. I, I think he's a good chap. Like, that's not to say that he starts both matches, but I think he's going to get sizable minutes. He's done really I well. I think he could start. He could I have think he scored. Could start. No, I mean, I definitely think he starts one. Right, yeah. but he, he maybe he starts too. Who knows? But I think he's a really nice punt if you were going free hit. Absolutely. So the question was for the foreseeable. As no, I know, but just the, as a, a addendum for yeah. this double, for this double, with the rest and Firmino coming back from an injury, still not fully fit. Jota has not looked great. I think our front line will be Mane, Salah, Diaz uh, moving forward. Now there's a big discussion about. How is Mane playing as a centre forward impacting Salah? Don't know if it's just two games. Recency bias, Salah has had plenty of chances. So I wouldn't take, I wouldn't think I too mean, much. Yeah, he into hit the that. bar twice last night. So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had the chance against West Ham early on. Yeah, he's played a lot of games. Yes, he's not on the top, top form, but we just will create plenty of chances and he'll be there to to continue scoring and so for me an important note just sorry to interrupt again but like a really important note there to support what you're saying about the triple captain is you know we had so much people going on and on about how Salah was in really poor form going into um game week 26 and we saw what happened there obviously the fixtures were amazing that you know there were better fixtures than this one but it just goes to show that you kind of you know, it's hard to just measure solely on goals. If you've been watching yeah. him, he's looked like scoring. And- we, there was actually a, 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 a quick question. Lynn was talking about this on, on, on Twitter. She dropped Lewinsky out of her team uh, for the, the fan team, Champions League, whatever. And she's like, should we forget premium uh, form when it comes to premium? Absolutely. Because these guys are premium for a reason. They can turn on in any time. They can have a, a bad run and suddenly score a hat-trick. That's why you don't mess about with premiums. You mess about with the glue that, you know, with the rest, right? All the, the, the fluff around. Leave the premiums, in my opinion. You can't predict. You can't predict when Salah's going to turn it on. You have him and he's a mainstay in the team. Same with Trent. For me, same with Cancelo, et cetera, et cetera. I understand people selling for doublers and James. But most of the time, you keep those guys. So anyway, the third spot, I would say Robo, if you definitely want uh, guaranteed starts, mostly Simicast might come in one game. I think Diaz is the most exciting punch, uh, uh, punch, uh, punt. Uh, uh, Jota, I think those two will share a lot of minutes personally. So that's that's where I would go with it. Um, FBL addict, excellent timing to answer my question. Uh, Son versus Kulu on top of Kane uh, and Rudiger or Cancelo to Doherty. Uh, PJ, Son or Kulu? If he can afford both, who would you go? I think I, I think I'd. I'd hmm. If you could afford both, I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably just about go Son. But mm-hmm. on, on the assumption that you could, you would probably do something else with that money. So when I say afford both, you could do yeah. a, a Kulo and then upgrade another spot with that, which might be, yeah, getting a Robbo rather than, uh, you know, a Wolves defender or something. So um, I wouldn't go Kulo and leave four million in the bank. But yeah. I think long term... 
I just think Kule is a better option because I think he's going to carry on playing for the rest of the season and he costs you four million less. So, yeah, yeah actually, I'll change my answer. Kule. Kule, okay. Uh, Rudiger <laughs> or Cancelo to Doherty? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Mm, real tough one. Surely you've someone else that you can change to Doherty. I don't well, know. No, like, because he's, he's, cheap, because he's you think you have a player that you think they're, they're going to have I've defenders got, in their team. You've got doubles, aren't they? And, I can't wait. To, so I'm, I'm selling, uh, what's his name? Um, Dalot. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's an obvious <laughs> move. I mean, I did Cancelo to James on a hit, but, you know, there was perceived upside. And there was risk around James as well, but I don't know if at this stage I would do... I just don't know that I'd be comfortable doing a Cancelo to... Cancelo is ill, we have to say. He's ill. We don't know what, what is it is. Okay. It's just Yes, yes. He's out. So he's out of the squad and he's ill. Now, should be back for the weekend. Obviously, we'll know. But if you hear anything... Um, that would change. ...post things. tonight or Friday, of course, if, if there's COVID or something like that. But I think um, we're all a lot more comfortable with the idea of that kind of hokey-cokey thing at the moment, right? Because yeah. you kind of have to be yeah. to maximise this period. Um, that's yeah. not to say that you're not going to want a Rudiger it's, or it, It's about giving you the best option, also the best chance, I think, of owning yes. these 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 kind of assets. So I think hits are almost insignificant. I can't remember the last time a people would be taking fucking 16 normal. and 20-point hits, and no one's <laughs> yeah, really yeah. kind of saying, I can't <laughs> believe I took that hit, because, it, it, you know, because there are there are so right. many players going four massive. An eight-point hit is a four-point hit now. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that the last ago, time I When I said that two weeks ago, people laughed at me, but I meant it. It, it, it. Four is nothing now. Four is just like a transfer these days. Um, right. FPL underscore teacher at teacher underscore FPL. Many teams in double game week 29 would take hits to field three Spurs, three Liverpool, and maybe two or three Arsenal. If you had two or three slots left because you are committed to those teams, who among the remaining double game week players would you consider? So we're looking at... Uh, let me see. So Everton, let's start with Everton. Would you consider anybody from Everton? Two home games. No. We know Everton are different. Um, I think if you don't have Ramsey, I would consider Gordon as a okay. as a cheap as a cheap fifth mid. Not he, he's the Calvin only one. Lewin, though, and not no, he's not fit enough. Michael fucking King. No. What about? <laughs> I'm looking at Rich, I'm looking at Richarlison. I'm, I'm serious. For why? Why are you looking at him? Why? Why? Just That's again, a reflection it, of how bad forwards are. That's <laughs> it, that is, is true. Is is, is, is the, uh, different? Two home games. I looked at his record. He scores mostly at home. They have to he score. He does. They have the to moment. do something. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's not. I'd still rather go Gordon, personally. I think he's lively. He's, again, yeah, he's but so I'm not cheap. selling Ramsey, so... No, but no, I suppose not. All right, mate, you buy him, you know. I'm not going to trust you. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, right, so uh, Newcastle. So uh, Fraser seems to have uh, something, but I think he'll be back. Uh, anybody saw Newcastle doubling? Well, uh, so you have Willock. Um, anybody else? San Max uh, manager said he's still not fully fit, but they certainly not in. Chris Wood. I mean, is he ever going to score again? <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, I have Chris Wood, but it it, it was literally because he was all I could for, afford instead. Does he, of does he even cost? get in the box? I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched the highlights. And I every yeah. Newcastle no, he's, attack, he's Chris been... Wood was like on the halfway line. He was nailed on eight points for two game weeks. 
by like let's be honest that's all he like when he scores it will be a miracle slash if right um but I think most people I think the appeal is very massively dented for Newcastle now the buy was really going into game game 28 right they don't play in 30 you had the double double so there was a lot of appeal to go for a Willock or you know if you went Fraser that's brilliant um you know or, or any of these players but because as we've already labored a lot, you know, the fact that there are options that double and then, you know, play in 30. I just don't think that Newcastle are going to compete with the appeal of some of those other options this week. Yeah. Um, They do play Chelsea in the double, right? So Newcastle are playing Everton away and Chelsea, and we just touched on it. They are actually the informed team. Chelsea, watching the game against Burnley, gave up so many chances. How Burnley did not score, I still don't know. Right? Yeah, they had so many. Dwight McNeil had an open goal. Exactly. And Newcastle are playing well and they're finishing, they're scoring. So, wouldn't rule them out as a really good one. What I would say is it's me saying that is in no way a reflection of what I think of Newcastle at the moment because Mm. they are absolutely the form team, right? They haven't lost... Uh, it's like game right 18 time. or something against yeah. City. Like it's it's going back a long way, right? So they are in excellent yeah. form at the moment. It's not that. It's more just circumstantial. They're a tricky buy given other options. And given their price, they're competing with the likes of Kulisevsky. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Last team is Brighton. Any interest, Spurs and Liverpool? I mean... No. Lord, no. 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 They so rotate no loads Trossard as well. They've become very you, annoying. No, Trossard, you know I've, I'm off Trossard now. No, <laughs> nobody. Enough. You know, their defend, those assets are terrible for their defensive ones who'd be the only ones I could say. And they, their strikers, I don't know, you know, Potter's become a bit of a kind of, you know, a kind of mini pep up front. He, yeah, kind of, he... <laughs> he rotates all his forwards all the time. So, oh, well. yeah, no. Right. So basically me. avoid Brighton. Okay, that's that covers all the double game weekers. Hope that helps. Uh, Jonathan Strike at Strike one Best replacement. Best replacements for Bowen. So you've got Kulo or Saka, both double and playing 30. Um, which one? That's it. Don't overthink it. I would go Saka. Saka, okay. Kylie, Kulo or Saka? Well, I like, I can't have that same thing except it's JWP and I'm moving one. I am I think because I don't own Kane, I have Son. I think I'm gonna go Kulosevsky. But it it's really difficult because Saka is brilliant and yeah. safer of the two. So I, yeah. do you, do you have Lacazette? Don't you? No, I don't have nope. Lacazette. Do you know any Arsenal attackers? No, not currently, no. but I, you know, I'm get Martinelli, Kylie. Kylie's trying to be secretive monkey. No, I actually just have, <laughs> I, I'm still so annoyed at Martinelli for ruining all my plans. Um, I, you know, no, it sounds I, like I Kylie's doing another minus eight. I like it because I'm not the only one who keeps doing minus eight. I, I can't tell you what I'm doing because I don't know, but I JWP yeah. going possibly, probably for Kulusevsky. Um, but possibly, I really, <laughs> if I had another spot, I would get Kulusevsky and Saka. I, I, they're my two Ooh. favorite picks for this week. Agreed. Would you do Cancelo to Dohoti for a hit? No. No. That's madness. No, James. Okay. Injured. For three, for three, maybe, but not for here. Yeah, James, maybe. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. Okay. You can't move on the best defender. FBA, in the game. Doherty feels a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. James, at least last week, all of us doing it, he, you know, he's James, right? But Doherty yeah. feels precarious. 
FBL Casio at Pep Hannah. She changed her name Casio for cash, by the way, if you didn't notice, uh, PJ. Uh, at FBL Hannah, Carly, I have oh, I four points. BB. Well, that's mid-game wankery from PJ. It hasn't finished. Yeah, well, yeah. Who, who a question for all from? of you. A question for all of you. If you could undo one decision you have made in FPL this season, what would it be? Mine is Torore. The minute I got Torore in, <laughs> I started the decline. I love the guy and I hate him at the same point. So, Kylie, would, would yours be bench boosting when you had that ridiculous amount of points on the bench? Yeah, quite simply, would be not bench boosting this week and instead bench boosting in 26. Yeah. PJ, what about you? Not play? Um, again, actually, you know, getting in Reese James was my worst because I had this bizarre scenario at the start of the season where I had Aspilicueta, who then got dropped for James, and I consistently got, got Liveramento oh, yeah, or Josh Kings points off the bench. <laughs> and then I finally bulked. <laughs> And sold Aspilicueta for James, by which point you got something like naught, naught, minus one injured. So, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I was, was the, the 18 points, which is now bloody injured again. But I was delighted to, to get that kind of 18 point kind of monkey off my back because he, he, he'd not, he'd not actually, he wasn't in a positive score for me this season. Yeah. So, um, so that was good. So, yeah, that, that, that initial one, because I was, I was doing okay with it. And I just kind of that was a proper light. Well, it wasn't. He wasn't FOMO because he was absolutely flying. In fairness, um, yeah. and it was ever the time we were like, should you get both James or Chilwell, or just one of them? And I didn't have either. And I was like, this is madness. And then what happened next? They both got injured. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, Randy Shafter. Uh, Who? Randy Shafter. If you had to have one household item permanently attached to your body, what item would you choose and where would you attach it? It's just such a disturbing question. <laughs> I've seen so many... Uh, and I mean, you haven't seen... I'm guessing you haven't seen the responses. Wine bottle open on the left. Uh, toilet paper. I mean, look, I yes, see the merit in that. I've, I've just run out of um, gin. My glass is now empty. And I'm trying to figure out how to get to... In the kitchen to how would an appliance help you with that? <laughs> you're not inspecting the gadget, <laughs> but I could be All according right. to the question. I just think cool. it would severely limit my wardrobe options. That's PJ, what about you? Thinking I'd, I'd, it would have to be something on my left hand, you know, kind of yeah. you know, in a kind of Captain Hook style way, like a, yeah. like a, a bottle opener, or even just so, like a perma mug glass, which yeah. is just always there ready to give to someone of like, oh, fill this up. You wouldn't <laughs> drop it because it would always be there. And it could also double up as a weapon. True, true. Yeah, yeah. it's good yeah. for self-defense. FBL Canuck, um, is the anus a door or a wheel? And let me just, Lynn says, would you rather have a door or a wheel on your wedding night? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um, there was a big discussion on door versus wheel and what is what. Um, and I really don't know. <laughs> it was, it was whether there are more doors or wheels. Not, it's not door versus wheel. Oh, okay. like, you know, if you had to choose just one, which would you go for? There was a, a big poll in terms of whether people thought there were more wheels or doors in the, in the world, rather. The, the answer is doors. So let's move on. I don't know why anyone would think their anus was a wheel. That, that concerns me. <laughs> Okay. As it, as it is round, yeah, I suppose that's what he's coming at. Maybe yeah. visually. No I idea. <laughs> but thank you for the questions. We love them all equally. Well, well Marcy, um, are you, are you, are you, you know, people want your opinion on this. Do you think there are more wheels yeah, you've not or answered. doors in the world? 
definitely more doors. Good man, good man. Moving uh, on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, into transfers and captains. So no free hits, no wild cards this week, I assume. So Kylie, um, let's start with this. Are you using your triple captain because you're the one of us that haven't used it yet? I don't know is the is the honest answer. Um, I'm potentially using it, and if I was using it, I would use it on Salah um, because I, I don't have Kane, who I think is a viable option. Um, I wouldn't be comfortable using it on Son, just how he's looked recently. It it is an option, but I you know with Liverpool having another double. Later in the season, other options, having another double. I'm looking for a differential with mine and maybe it'll bomb in that instance. But, you know, I kind of like the idea of still having it up my sleeve. That that one will go to the wire, truth be told. I, I'm just not entirely okay. sure. I think there's a lot of merit. Yeah. In and you don't know your transfers yet. You want Kulu. No, I, or, or I know that. I know James Ward-Prowse will be going. Um, for Kulisevsky mm-hmm. or Saka. I'm leaning towards Kulisevsky. Um, and I'm also potentially doing a defensive track. Well, I mean, look, if James is out particularly, he would be going yeah. for Doherty. James is um, out for four and weeks, I, I, uh, four I, games minimum. So it's if he confirmed. is, okay, yes, so he yes, is out, right. So then Initially it was, right. we don't know, then a, then a, uh, then, then a newspaper know, a reporter yeah. with a blue tick, 200K, uh, um, uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. It must be yeah. Right. it's been confirmed in the <laughs> athletics as well, I think, actually. To make a... Okay, so there will be a four point hit because that's uh free transfers, um, yeah. these days. And look, I, I wouldn't rule out a renegade last minute uh additional hit for another um for an Arsenal player. Cool, so PJ, we see how uh, Salah captain, yes, Salah will be my captain. Um, mm-hmm. Almost certainly, ninety percent. I am toying with the idea of Kane. I have to say, um, uh, just because I thought he, he's looked so good the last few he games. Does. He does. Uh, he's and I don't, the last few games, and I don't think Salah has this this not scoring from open play and what feels like ages is is slightly nagging at me. And the kind of there's a small part of me that wants to gamble on Kane, but I probably will go Salah. One transfer it shows very... how much you trust Manchester United. To be <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, uh, very um, easy transfer for me because I was probably going to take out Reese James anyway um, for for um, Virgil Van Dijk, and so that is the confirmed move. Now I can't, I can't get to Robbo unless there's an, an injury somewhere else that happens tomorrow night. Which, let's be fair, there very well could be. In which yeah. case, if I have a bit of money to spare, I might upgrade to Robbo. But as it stands, Reese James, VVD, Salah, probably captain, maybe Kane job done i've got i've got nine doublers as it is as a result of obviously me wildcarding last week yeah, yeah now obviously some of those doublers are complete shit but you know like i've got romero for some reason i really wish i'd bought doherty i don't know why i've got romero he came off after 50 minutes was that a rest pj could you repeat that as in <laughs> as in, uh, as in doherty why <laughs> i just it's like yeah, but I don't, I don't say things right, Kylie. Anyways, let's move on. Doherty. No, um, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a donor. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna captain Salah. I'm not even <sighs> uh, overthinking it. Vice is on Kane. Um, I do really just look. Listen, it's, 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 it's gonna be in my top three worst finishes. Uh, well, the uh, 
only have three bad finishes. So this will be one of them. If if think well, I don't know if I have time to rescue it. So I just want to have some fun. So I I only have three bad finishes. Harkin, you know. Well, uh, it's true. I didn't say it wasn't true. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're host to Richardson, but it, it is via hit, and I don't really, you know, Richardson playing twice will just pay for the hit. Uh, the, the other debate for me is: Do I do Ward Price to Kulu now, or just wait? It means that if I want to bring in a Leicester, because we're talking about thirty, if I want to bring a Leicester midfielder in, I ain't selling any of Saka or Rafinha or Kulu who I just bought or Ramsey. It has to be Salah for like a Barnes or Madison, and I really want Leicester, but they'll be sold, well, one of those midfielders, whoever it is, will be back, sold back again for Salah 31, unless we get early information that he's not playing against Watford because it's straight after the, the Cup games. Um, yeah, sorry, the World Cup qualifies against Senegal. So potentially, I might just do it anyway. Um, it will be at minus 12 over the two game weeks. So one will be a minus four, the other will be a minus eight. Which way I'll do it, I don't know. But I will end up with seven doublers and nine nine or ten starters. So I fancy the, the chasing. I probably will do it. So I came in thinking I'm not going to sell War Press for Kulu. Coming out of here, I'm probably thinking, nah, why not? He's really impressed me and I enjoy watching him. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I mean, um, that's all we have time for. Um I've been Mars at Mars 05. She's been Kylie at Kylie FBL. He's been PJ at Hindu Monkey. Uh, we've been the Three Amigos at Three Amigos FBL. Please like, share, tweet, retweet our pod. Give us a, a four or five rating if you like what you hear from us. That's all we ask you for. Please stay safe. Uh, we want peace, not war. All humans are equal. Adios, amigos. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.